0: There is something that most people desire more of. There's something that people value so greatly but it cannot be bought. There's something that can bring inexpressible joy and also incredible misery. It marks off for us great moments in life and also the most difficult. It's time. We love having a good time, we hate having a bad time. We want more of it in our day. We don't have enough of it on vacation. We have too much of it when we're bored. We love time when it's an advantage to us and we hate it when it puts demands on us. For some of us, time is going much too fast and for others, much too slow. Either way, God has given us time. And so what's the purpose of time? And the reason this kind of came to me, I don't always have a choice in what I want to preach on. Sometimes God just puts these things on my heart. And the reason for this is is in the past month, we've had a lot of funerals here. A lot. Some of very elderly people, some of not so elderly. But more than usual. And on top of that, yesterday morning, I had an anointing of a parishioner of I, some of you may know, uh, Rosie Stern. She's passing from this life right now. And as I sat and prayed with her, I was struck by how fast time moves, how quickly we will all be at our deathbed. But I said to her, I said to her after I gave her the anointing and the Eucharist as viaticum, I said, how are you doing right now? And she said, Father, I'm ready to go home. Rosie's time is about to run out. But she has used her time very, very well. Few people have I seen more at peace and happy than she was. Just this calm demeanor. And then after that, I went from there to St. Mary's Cemetery to visit the grave of my mother, and I sat. In some of the most beautiful weather I've ever seen in December. I still can't believe it's December. And again, just struck. It's been almost a year now. And how fast time is moving. When it comes to time, I think most people think that God works too slow. Or he doesn't fix our problems quick enough, if ever. And when something goes wrong in our lives... We kind of freak out as if like all the pieces are falling apart and nothing's ever going to work out again. And my life, woe is me. Maybe this is just me. This is how I freak out when things go wrong. We just can't imagine that the evil we have to suffer. I mean, even think of our present state of affairs. We are far too wrapped up in how we see time. We are going to look back at this mess and it will appear as an instant. I think we suffer a great deal in time because we view it the wrong way. We view it from this side of heaven. From the temporal side. And because of that, we see it drag on and on and on. Especially when we're struggling. We don't see it as God sees it. God sees all things from eternity. And when we look at the world in the context of eternity, most of what we experience will seem like An instant. This is what we fail to understand as humans. Eternity, just so you know this, is the eternal present. That means there is no past, there is no future. That means everything is present. And so all of time will work retroactively. What do I mean by that? Time is going to work backwards when we get into the eternal present. C.S. Lewis wrote it best in his book, The Great Divorce. If you've never read it, highly, highly recommend it. But he says this, both good and evil, when they are full grown will work retroactively. Not only this time now, but all of their earthly past will have been heaven for those who are saved. And for the damned, not only the time now, but all their time on earth will have been hell. This is what mere mortals misunderstand. They say of some temporal suffering that no future happiness could ever make up for the pain I am experiencing. Not knowing that heaven, once attained, will work backwards and will turn even that agony into glory and happiness. And of some sinful pleasure, the damned say, let me just have this and I will take the consequences. They are misunderstanding how damnation will spread back and back into their past. And will contaminate even the pleasure of their sin. That is why at the end of all things, the blessed will say, we have lived nowhere but heaven. And the damned will say, we have always been in hell, and both will speak truthfully. The scriptures even talk about this in the second reading. Peter says, Do not ignore this fact, dear brothers, that one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day in the sight of the Lord. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, he's patient, not wishing anyone to perish, but all to reach repentance. But do not be unaware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief. Time is something we have now. We won't have it forever. It will run out. For some, a lot sooner than for others. But we will have eternity forever. And when we look at this world in this way, it changes everything. When we stop... Looking at this life from the perspective of time and look at it from the perspective of eternity, we're going to know how to live. Is it really worth it? Is it worth wasting your life for this blink of time and forsaking all of eternity? You and I are not meant for time. As the book of Ecclesiastes says, God has made everything appropriate to its time, but has put the timeless into men's hearts. And so we must use our time wisely before it runs out. We will never know when our time will run out. All I know and you know is that today, we are one step closer to meeting Jesus face-to-face than we were yesterday. As one priest friend of mine put it so succinctly, life is short, death is certain, eternity is long, and judgment is real. The purpose of time is to purify us. God is patiently waiting. Why does God give us time? Because he's patient. Because he wants us To give ourselves to Him. Don't wait till the end. Now is the time. I love the the Advent readings. Now is the appropriate time. Now is the day of salvation. Soon there will be no tomorrow. Open your eyes and see what's being offered to you before they close forever. There's a sense of urgency today in the scriptures. It's now that God wants to tap into our lives. It's now that God wants to make us saints. He's done everything for us. Salvation is right at our fingertips right now. There is nothing more coming. As St. John of the Cross so eloquently put it, God has nothing more to say. Everything he said, he said in his son Jesus. There is not going to be some new novelty in the future that's going to make holiness easier. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Why are we waiting? Why are we waiting? Your life could end at any moment. And are you ready? And if you said, Well, Father, I'm not ready. If I died today, I am not ready. Then get ready now. Why are you wasting time? People are always like, oh, I just want to get to confession before I die. Why would you chance that? I'm like, why I go to confession right now? Why sit back and be like, oh, I'm just waiting until the bus hits me and hope there's a priest there. As a a music uh, composer, his name is Dave Matthews. He put it so eloquently in one of his songs. Every day should be a good day to die. And if you're not ready, get ready. Because as Jesus says, he will come like a thief. At the end of the world, nobody knows the time of the day. Of the end of your life, nobody knows the time or the day. Always be ready. No regrets. Don't waste your time. God wants us all to be saints, and the time for that to happen is now.